0: Trigger warning, Caitlin and I discuss our experience with sexual assault and sexual themes.
1: How's it going? It's going. How's it going with you? It's just our pet bell. Just jingles whenever it wants to go. I'm Aspen. I am Caitlin. And this is? My mom. Thinks I'm funny. We're back after six months again. (laughs) I think the last one
0: we started in 2021, like the beginning of 2021. Yep. Yeah.
1: In January. In January. July. And
0: so much has changed.
1: Yes. So much has changed. Yes. We're in the same room now. Yeah. We live in the same household apartment. That's true. We have two human baby childs. have yep. two beautiful children. They are just birthed yep. today. Mm-hmm. Freshly birthed. Freshly out of, out of the
0: womb. They're still
1: slick with gunk. <laughs> Ew. You'll
0: probably hear them in the background.
1: but Sliding they're around. they <laughs> are nice and slippery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice and slippery. Nice and slippery.
0: Um. Well, we're here to talk about whatever the fuck we want, cause yeah, that's just our vibe now. Yep. We yeah, can't we travel. S- we we can't started do talking
1: about traveling, and now we're like, a pandemic happened, and now here we are. Yeah, that's true. So just whatever. It's talk whatever. About things and stuff and drunk and
0: yeah, gay. Yup. Um. Well. You know, work. <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> don't give me a start. I don't know. Work. work. Ugh. Oh my god. This is so boring. M- mine's fine. It's nice. Yeah. I've changed jobs from the chiropractic office, which is nice. Yeah. To a nicer resort place, which pays
1: way more. Yay.
0: And I might get health insurance with it, so there's
1: not that. Yay. I work at a print shop now. I'm uh, last. The last episode, I was unemployed, so I'm not unemployed now. So there's one step forward, two steps back. Yep. Um, (laughs) let's see. What else has changed? Hmm. I don't Hmm. know. Um, pretty much everything about my life has changed, (laughs) except for your personality. Um, Your personality has not changed. That's good because I have a a pretty great personality. If I do say so myself. We live in an apartment. We're living in Utah you do We
0: hike every now and then.
1: Yeah. Doing I love to hike. Some but also crafts. I'm tired all the time.
0: Yeah, that's true. At least we're in a better mental state. Yeah. Where we can actually do this. <laughs>
1: yep. Last time Last time on the show, uh previously. <laughs> previously, on um, my mom my thinks, mom thinks I'm funny. funny. Um I was like, "Oh, I'm so depressed." Um turns out I just needed to break up with my Ex-boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, and move out of the apartment that we were in, and yeah, like live my own life, and um, also realize that I never want to date a man ever again. Lol, yeah. <laughs> should have realized that a long time ago. Yeah,
0: I um, I yeah, I don't want to date another man again. I got burned
1: one too many yeah. times, and it's honestly, not fun. it's just like. Literally Not dangerous. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most dangerous thing I've ever done. Yep. Like people are always, oh my God, bring, bringing it back to traveling. Like whenever I travel by myself, people are like, that's so dangerous. Like you're going to get kidnapped. You're going to get like assaulted, all this stuff. But really, the most dangerous thing I've done is dating men every time.
0: That's so funny. Pretty much
1: every time. Yeah. Just different levels of danger. Yeah. And harm to myself psychologically. <laughs> and sometimes physically. Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> so, But I think that's funny that it's like the most dangerous thing, but it's just like so, it's just what you do, you know? Mm-hmm. It's what we have to do as women. Compulsory heterosexuality. Exactly. And we're just taught to just take so much shit from them, but and like I, I've heard that there's good ones out there. Um, I'm pretty skeptical. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Doesn't seem worth it to try to find him. And also, I am now like, have I ever actually been like interested in a man beyond just like, oh, you're giving me attention? Wow, validation, sick. This is a great uh, plug to plug in um,
0: the lesbian master dog.
1: Oh yeah, classic. If, if you're a, a homosexual on the internet, you might have heard of the lesbian master doc. It's really waking its way around. Um, I also read it and resonated with a lot of the things. But it was also confusing because it wasn't, like, every single thing. And so it was hard to, like... Like, there's different sections, and, like, a lot of the sections about, like, sex or whatever I didn't really, like, resonate with. Or but relate the to. ones about, like, long-term relationships, I was like, oh, shit. It's me. I don't yeah. want to be in a long-term relationship with a man or, like, any relationship with a man. And I don't have to. Oh, shit. Why, was, why was that an epiphany that I don't have to date a man? <laughs> and that if I'm miserable in every relationship with a man, maybe I should just not. And, like, that's fine. I don't have to. Yeah, like, you can actively make the choice to cut out a man. Even if you're, yeah. like,
0: attracted to him, like, romantically or sexually, you can, like choose like choose not to love them like it's like love is blind bullshit like I'm like "Mm, no yeah like I have like like I have control over my mind and body and even though my brain's tricking me into like seeking out this male validation yeah and thinking that it's love at first sight or whatever the fuck right um it's just drugs and I can simply say no yeah exactly like unhealthily a lot of times and like And that just stems from anxiety. Oh my god! Yeah, Yeah. that's my biggest thing. Is that like, like dating women? I'm like, why am I like? I I must not like them that much because like I'm not obsessed with them. Yeah. I'm not, like, thinking about them day and night, and it's occupying all of my brain power.
1: You're not like, what does she think about me? Does she like me? Yeah. Does she think I'm pretty? Like, et cetera. It really puts things into perspective, because, like, when I started dating women, I'm like, oh,
0: yeah, but, like, I just don't think we really connected that well. And it's, Mm -hmm. no, it's literally, like, I'm just not trying to cater to them entirely.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. You're not just going to change, like... Your Everything entire personality. Yourself and your life to try to fit in with theirs. Yeah. Oof. I, um, mm, mm. yeah, because I was literally like being pre-
0: preparing myself in the last relationship I was in, preparing myself and compromising like having children. I was like, yeah, yeah. okay, I guess I'll just have like biological children. Yeah. Because the person I was dating, who's also not binary but is male presenting and was socialized as a male, um, that's what they wanted and I'm like oh okay obviously that's what I have to do to maintain this relationship and I still to this day I'm like hmm am I pregnant oh my gosh and I'm like fantasizing about like
1: oh no pregnant and like like if you were pregnant you have to contact them and be like guess what guess what we're gonna have a baby (laughs) I'm gonna name it after you you know what will fix this relationship having a a baby baby. (laughs) yeah that will cure everything works every time yeah but yeah
0: I don't know. And then, like, also consuming a lot more gay media. I think it's just gay. because, like, June happened. And um, that's kind of yeah. one of the reasons why I got on the dating app. So was because I was, like, saw all these, like, queer couples. And yeah. I was like, oh, I really want that. And then after a month, I'm like, I'm really tired of this. Um, yeah. But I like talking to the individual people that I'm talking to right now, mm-hmm. which is, like, just two people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But it's um it's interesting, but it I like consuming a lot more books, a lot more queer, like <laughs> rewatching all of our movie, all of our like nostalgic movies, and realizing we're like, oh, the gay subtext. That's that there. makes sense. Like a lot of these movies, like Disney movies, have like gay, like subtly gay. Like the the yeah. storyline wouldn't be there unless there was these two women who are. Yes, quote unquote, fighting.
1: And then there's some like random dude there. They who's just have a love interest who like they talk like twice, and then they're like, oh my god. Yeah,
0: but like the the two girls. Like, there? <laughs> yeah, the two girls have way more chemistry yeah. than they do have with the guy.
1: Like Cadet Kelly, for example. Exactly. Homorotic. Homoerotic. I can't wait. Yeah. The, this year, the beginning of this year, I started like reading. Um, pretty much exclusively gay books. I think I said that I was gonna just read like gay books this year but um, there have been a couple of exceptions I think mostly accidental because I didn't like I thought for some reason that they were were gay but they weren't. Yeah
0: I haven't been sticking to that mainly because I love my romance novels and a lot of them are straight relationships yeah. but that's fair. M- key point most of them were written by women yeah and the men who i'm more attracted to the men who were written by women than i am to like any real life also
1: like i was confused for a while about when i was questioning my sexuality which i'm still like what the fuck is even going on i don't know yeah um it's it's confusing um but like i always really liked like romantic books and movies and shit like rom-coms and whatever like growing up and they're all very like hetero um heterosexual propaganda yep heterosexual propaganda yeah (laughs) um which now i'm trying not not to watch heterosexual propaganda because i mean that's what it feels like like rom-coms like it's not like it's not real which kind of like helped me realize when thinking about my sexuality is like just because i like a heterosexual like romantic movie with these characters doesn't mean that I am in any way like hetero or want an actual in real life hetero relationship because these like movies and books it's like fantasy like it's not real yeah like it's not
0: a lot of these like female and authors and stuff like that like the main love interest mainly the male and sometimes the female show such like toxic traits to each other yes and that's still like a problem yes but like you know it's it's fine because it's a fantasy it's just like the whole um you know like sexual assault fantasy that a lot of women have including myself that like doesn't mean you
1: want it in real life
0: doesn't mean you want it in real life exactly if it's in a situation where you're controlled and stuff like that which in the fantasy world in the movie in the book it is controlled Mm -hmm. you can just shut off that movie. You can just shut off or, like, close that book. Yeah. But sometimes there has to be, like, some trigger warnings on books to just say, hey.
1: Yes, I would appreciate that because... This
0: has, like,
1: you know, kind of, like, a sexual assault, like, fantasy in it. I feel like so many, like romantic books and shit have fucking sexual assault yeah, scenes and it's like romanticized and it's like very triggering and upsetting.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's mainly because we're searching, a lot of women do like that like dominating male yes. type, but not to the point where it's like toxic. Yes. And trying to portray that in literature or in film is very hard yeah. to do without it seeming toxic. And I think mainly... At least in film, it's because of the way that the man is acting. Yeah, some men do it really well, but like some like don't, and it's just like they they give the script and like either the director is just not giving them the like right direction or something. Mm-hmm. But like you know, some some's like that's not their that's not their taste, that's not their favorite. Which like for you, I would I would think that'd be like like
1: you. I don't like it at all. Well, I feel like I was really like affected by it, especially as like a teenager because exactly. I would read shit like Twilight yeah. and like a bunch of other books that like uh portrayed super toxic relationship dynamics and I'd be like, "Oh my god. Like Edward and Bella, this is so romantic." It's literally not. It's not. Like they, he's The so relationship possessive lasts and creepy two years. and awful. I fucking hate him. And like I but I Jacob. thought that that was, like, that was, like, kind of the model that I had for a relationship. And then, guess what? Surprise, surprise. The first relationship I fucking get into is, like, that type of, like, relationship. And guess what? It's not fucking romantic. It's controlling. It's abusive. etc. it's cetera. terrifying. And it's terrifying. And it's damaging. Because guess what? That fucking dude, maybe it seems romantic at first that he's, like, being possessive or whatever. Because it's, like oh he's so into me but then guess what you reject him and he breaks into your house and threatens to kill you so yeah and that's what happened to me that's terrifying it's just not like the dominating woman
0: woman Mm -hmm. that's why that's so popular like the milf who like knows Mm -hmm. what she wants and she's like demanding which is why i'm trying to like center on that energy you know Mm -hmm. i want that i claim that energy i want it yes Um, which I do because like I I just tell people what I want and I get it from them or I don't and that's that's fine with me but yeah also on these dating apps like (sighs) there's so many unicorn hunters Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's
0: and I'm like I'm talking to one one person it's they're a couple but they're polyamorous it's her and then her husband or boyfriend or something like that and I'm usually more comfortable with like polyamorous people if it's another queer relationship mm. but it seems that it's just like a lot of straight relationships and I like for yeah. some reason it's just like extremely homophobic they have to be but I wouldn't mind being in a like in a polyamorous relationship with like you know a man and a woman but for some reason it's always the fucking man who ruins it you know they ruin everything they ruin everything <laughs> Again, be honest right back to it should we just like title this men ruin everything <laughs> facts
1: facts sorry not sorry
0: yeah it's true but i don't know queer books queer relationships i'm currently reading uh ice planet barbarians what's that about i'm glad you asked (laughs) (laughs) um uh, i mean it's popular so i wouldn't be surprised if like someone didn't know or I would be surprised if someone didn't know
1: I think I didn't know what it was because
0: it it's like all over t- the tick the talk and tick and the clock app the clock app and um you know on booktube and stuff get it it's a romance novel it was published back in 2014 so I don't know why it's oh, all okay. of a sudden getting like such recognition mm-hmm. um but the author, like she writes a lot of shifter novels, which is really popular in the What's that? romance, that like like werewolves and like okay. people shifting into other animals, and that plays into the that. like alpha, beta, omega, like dominating. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, not alpha. Well, it kind of does play into that too, um, like the dominating man, and he's like, like assertive. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women crave assertiveness in men. Yeah. Too, because we don't experience it a lot in real life either.
1: Or I feel like when it is in real life, it's too much. Yeah. They're controlling over you. Yeah. And like assertive in terms of what you can do, which is bullshit, which is complete
0: bullshit. And like, that's just, no, I just want you to decide where we're going to eat. Like, I don't want to be the one planning out our dates all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Or I want you to be proactive in cleaning up our fucking house. Like, that's, oh, yeah.
1: Good luck with that. That's
0: the assertiveness that we're looking for, right. which is just the bare minimum of being a human being. And they yeah. just don't even reach that and women are craving it that they're writing it into romance novels. Yeah. But anyways, like, (laughs) it's just so, like, it's so annoying. And, like, this Ice Planet Barbarians is just basically, like, you know, aliens who have big, huge longs and they mate with, which is, again, another trope that is in the, like, shifter novels where they find their mate. Mm -hmm. To make, you know, offspring or whatever the fuck. Very much heterosexual propaganda, which Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for someone who has a breeding kink, it's kind of nice. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a breeding kink. I don't actually want to ever get pregnant or have children, so yeah it makes sense it's interesting yeah i'm just telling that to the world just to make sure that Putting everyone it out there you know like my employers <laughs> know yeah.
1: yeah hopefully your your boss will look this she'll up. like
0: listen to it she'll like look up my name and this as well will come up and she's like yep. oh okay i didn't know she had a brain kink like <laughs> i should know yeah yeah she should come like join my book club i don't know yeah which i totally do yes um But, yeah, and, like, you know, they're basically, like, they have huge slongs who are basically dildos. They're, like, ribbed for her pleasure. Their tongues are ribbed for her pleasure. They literally purr, and they vibrate. So they're basically just big, huge dildos.
1: Okay, that makes more sense.
0: And it's it's really great. That's what women really want. And then before that, I was reading a lot of, like, gay books, and they're just really short, like, two-hour books. Mm -hmm. And... I'm mostly listening to them. I'm listening to them while I'm working on people, so. Yee,
1: that's what I do too.
0: And it's really nice. Yeah. Um. But, like, those are really nice. They just don't spark the excitement that romance novels do, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. And an interesting introspective of my uh. Sexuality, except for one. Except for there was like this one where, of course, the, there was like a big huge strong strong lady who's more masculine presenting and she's yeah. like more dominating and more like assertive yeah and that's what I like yeah that's interesting am I secretly straight am I in the no. closet about being straight
1: <laughs> no is that is if that if you were straight like I don't think any straight person like questions it this much that they yeah unless they have like OCD or some shit like I know that that's a thing
0: romance tro- tropes um, oh yeah Positive, we got really off track. Yeah. Also, another book um, I was reading before this was um, oh, one of my favorites was Plain Band Heroines*, which is a gay book, and that was a yeah. gay book where like I really liked the the like the interests, the love interests, except for one of them. She was a little annoying. Which one? Um, what's her face? Uh, the one who like she was like a child star. Oh, Audrey? Audrey. Personally? Yeah, I didn't really like
1: her. She was fine, I guess, but she was neutral. I, I don't love know.
0: that like every like out of like a trio of characters and like, you know, the popular the book becomes popular and then the one character that everyone fucking hates, I relate to the most and that's mm-hmm. I'm like, am I
1: toxic? Um I mean that character was definitely toxic. Yeah, but I liked her. She was a bitch and I loved her for I, it was really annoyed by her at the beginning but yeah. i mean i didn't hate her like she had likable quality she was just like really annoying and like treated other people like shit yeah that's true um but I she like grew just... and became like better by the end i feel like i think my main thing is that i just love bitches yeah. i love the
0: mean blonde just bitchy women was she blonde no but like that's the trope is like
1: yeah blonde women oh yeah, are the and bitchy like, women. Yeah. yeah
0: like rosalie yeah. oh my god yeah that's, that's, that's a polyamorous relationship I'd be okay with. Like, I'm a really himbo grossly. and a really smart, like, bitchy blonde lady. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? That's my dream.
1: Make it happen. I'll just be You're the nerdy types. girl in the,
0: me- yeah. L- literally. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Mm-hmm. I just love himbos. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause
0: like they just don't feel so like you're so wholesome. Yeah, so wholesome. Not talking it, down to you exactly. all the time. Exactly. I can have an actual conversation with them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not feel like I'm being talked down to or like mansplained. Yep. Towards at they all. They don't think they're
1: better than you. They're just like, they're
0: like oh, chilling. that's so interesting. Like that's yeah. like so cool. I, uh, do you want to watch me lift this? And I'm like, mm, yes, I do. <laughs> but like, it's not even. They don't even have to be strong or fit or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It just has to have that energy, the himbo energy, just dumb yes. man.
1: Yeah better than a man who fucking like talks down to you all the time. Yeah.
0: Because I already think I'm smarter and funnier than any man ever. Oh, you are. I know. 100%. <laughs> you are <laughs> too, least Kater. Any that I've ever met. Yeah. Like and, you know, I always like whenever I make that comment, I always think that I'm like, oh, I'm just like so conceited and so into myself. I'm like, no, fuck that, cuz I like usually am. It's been proven yeah plus like by experience
1: I've met met so many men who think that way and talk that way and no one's like Like, saying shit to them about it you know but when a woman like does something like that it's like so fucking terrible like any like mediocre man who's like incredibly average in any way can be like yeah I'm the smartest guy in the room all the time and people will be like yeah okay do you want to fund my startup oh my god (laughs)
0: go on to GoFundMe
1: yeah and they'll, they'll make, oh, my God, did you see on the internet? There's, like, some group of dudes who made, like, pink gloves for people to, like, take out their period products with. Like, like it's a group of dudes. As far of as course, I know, none of them have vaginas or would use do. period yeah. products.
0: Yeah. No No person, no, like, vulva and vagina owner would use that product. Yeah. Ever.
1: And like they're you expensive, yeah, yeah. And if you, like, and it's pink. What yeah. the fuck? Plus, like, if you if you really feel the need to use gloves, you can buy just a whole package of regular fucking gloves for way yeah. cheaper than this like tiny pink package. Yeah, what the fuck? I think, and it was like one Who glove too. Yeah. yeah, like
0: what the fuck? And they're like they're like they're discreet. I'm like they're fucking bright pink. Yeah, and why do we need them to be discreet? Yeah, everyone menstruates. Well, everyone with a. With a uterus, everyone Man in streets. the
1: world <laughs> Man Oh my god! If they did, you know they would fucking call it that. I'm menstruating right I'm now, and they'd be like, "No, I can't come to work. I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing some pain." Yeah, they would totally change. That's everything. like all those videos on the internet of like couples who will like uh, the birthing both simulator, do the birthing simulator, and the the lady will turn it like all the way up and be like. Or not all the way up, but I don't know, like yeah, pretty, pretty high, high and be like, yeah, this is like a like bad period cramp. And he'll put it on like a three or something and be like bending over like, oh, I'm in so much pain. And she's like, this is nothing like this is like the lightest period cramp. I've Literally. Ever had and even in my
0: work, I've noticed it, too, because I OK, I've told you about this story. I've told so many people about this fucking story, but every single fucking guy that I got at the chiropractic clinic, They'd be like, yeah, I like, well, not every single guy, but like a lot of them were like, yeah, I like deep pressure work. Um, I usually go to this guy, but he was pretty booked up today. So I'm like coming to you guys. Um, But, you know, like, I really like deeper pressure work, but don't hurt yourself. Ah! And they do that. And they're like, I know you can't really, you're not like strong enough to, oh like, it was God. that shit. Like, they're like, you're not strong enough to. So I'm like, okay, I'll take that as an invitation to go as deep as I can. Um, But I would literally be doing my like deepest pressure on them like straight elbow my entire body weight is on them they're like tensed up like and you're not supposed to be tensed up because that's not effective and I end up mm-hmm. bruising the muscle more than anything but they're tensed up and I'm like do you want me to go how, how's the pressure do you want me to go a little bit lighter? like nope, it's mm. it's good I'm like you need to be breathing through this don't pass out on my table please yeah they're like this is fine I could take more than this. I could take a little bit more I'm like okay And just uh. do it and they're like yeah that was really great <laughs> And like they just don't say shit. Like Hello. I'm like you can't tense up. Like yeah, you're babies. Mm-hmm. Literally, I mis- like I massage like skinny twig women who have like nothing on their bones, and they love deep pressure work. Mm-hmm. It's like I can feel going over their like ribs and shit, and they love that. And it's always women who have the yeah. deepest pressure and don't complain. They're
1: like, yeah, get in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I'm the opposite. I can't like when you when you massage me. <laughs> like I'm a baby and I'm well I think I'm like sensitive to being touched like I'm super ticklish yeah and I'm, like
0: you're hyper aware of everything like, hyper vigilant because yeah.
1: you know PTSD yeah so like see PTSD just con- constantly yeah. conscious of how people are feeling for you mm-hmm. and so like yeah being touched I'm like oh no like what's my brain's like what's gonna happen am <laughs> I about to like get hurt so I like it's really hard for me to actually like relax and that so makes like sense. any heavy pressure I'm like hee, <laughs> this tickles. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. It's too much for me. Yeah,
0: I can't take that much pressure on my glutes because it's so fucking painful. And yeah. apparently, that's just—it's very common amongst women who have had have been sexually assaulted. Oh shit! Like they get like triggered and they just like can't get any pressure on their glutes or like in their leg I, area. I, uh,
1: my, my butt is really ticklish, and like I i'm just like nope nobody can touch yep it's because of sexual assault yay Yay. i'm so glad that that has um just shaped my life in every conceivable way yeah i love it yeah (laughs) but you know if you didn't have that trauma yeah if If i didn't have that trauma from those men thank you so much to those men you know who you are um (laughs) I'm just kidding uh, like <laughs> no, they're they all do. listening to this they fucking do though. <laughs> um <laughs> I forgot what I was even saying oh yeah thanks thanks to those men I realized how strong I am like they made me so strong it's all thanks to them I hate that like I fucking idea. hate that like no it just revealed how strong I am yeah like, it has like I don't have to thank you for anything you didn't do anything for me you made me have to be fucking strong, so you put me through hell. Yay! Yay.
0: Uh, back to playing bad, bad heroines. This is oh, gonna yeah. be like a full ADHD like session. Keep, keep getting. That's really that's our
1: brand. That's our brand. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm accepting. I feel that like that's kind of point. just podcasts. Like whenever I listen to a podcast, they go off topic a lot. Yeah. Which like, is, what are you even talking about? I don't yeah. know. I don't know We're no Samantha. Different. Who's Samantha? I don't know.
0: I don't know her either. Um,
1: But Plain Bad Heroines, because you read it too. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. I gave it five stars on Goodreads. I liked it, but I found the ending kind of, like, anticlimactic. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh. I think it's, like, for, like, their ending, I don't think it was supposed to be, like, a
0: climax or anything like that. It was just, like, a collection of stories throughout it. Like, different perspectives of different, like, things happening. I mean, it's based in, like, Victorian. Yeah. Like Edwardian like it style in life like, and like
1: schoolgirls, gay Victorian yes, women. Love the, my all the brand. Gay, very gay. Love it. Love the vibes. Yeah. Um. Like dark academia. Yeah. Love that. I just felt like it was like spooky building a lot yeah. to like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like to
0: this like weird, strange story that like kind of explained everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i like, do you know who our parents were? They were two women, and I'm like. <gasps> This whole entire gay story started (laughs) by another gay story. Spoilers, but. I love the gays.
1: It's. So many. Yeah. Gays.
0: So many. And I really liked that one. That was one of my favorites. I imagined Harper Harper as as fucking Kristen Stewart because she was my gay awakening. So that makes sense. But like just how
1: she was like Kristen Stewart, but with like a tooth gap. For some reason, I always picture Hailey Kyoko. I don't know why. That makes sense. Like, I don't though. think it was described <laughs> okay, as Jesus. her, but just for some reason, my brain is like, "This is kind of what this character looks like." Yeah. to me. I don't know. At why. least like how her style was described too, so mm-hmm. that makes sense in my brain yeah, too. I don't know, or maybe because like she's such a, like a lesbian, and I'm like, who does that bring to mind immediately? Hailey Kioko. Yeah, that's true. You know, I could don't also
0: know. like Car- Carla delavine She has a toothpick, oh, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: I think she used to at one point, but she could fall into that category. But I still yeah, fucking true. see Kristen Stewart because she has like that dark, yeah. like suave, like yeah, like really like low. And she's just oh she. I love her so much. She is just. Um. So, what kind of books have you been reading, Caitlin? Gay
1: ones. Oh, shocking! Um, I pulled up a little list. Let's see. Um, recently I read um Hank Green's books. Um, The first one is an absolutely remarkable thing And the second one is a beautifully foolish endeavor And uh, They're Science fiction books And they're about like um, Basically the main character Lives in New York City And all these giant Like robot things just appear Like all over the world In like busy cities Um, And it's just kind of a mystery of like What the fuck where did these come from What are they why are they here And it's, like, I guess, like, alien stuff and things happening. But um, they were really good because I think, uh, like, the characters were really interesting and, like, well-written and, like, their dialogue and, like, inner thoughts were, like, fun and interesting. Um, And the main character is bisexual, so it's gay and nice. Nice. Yeah. It was just really fun the good characters like Complex one of them characters. is like as sequel or something? Yeah. Yep. Did you have the first book and then you listened to the second book? Yes. Yeah, I have the first book, the physical copy, and then I listened to the second audiobook, which was pretty cool because they had like different voices for I knew hate characters, which was Hank good. Green always goes all the way. I yeah. Some people hate Hank Green and I'm like curious Isn't, why. Don't people hate John Green?
0: John Green or Hank Green? Hank John the one Green John that... Green
1: is like I see a lot of people hating on his books
0: on the internet. Is it because, wait, he wrote, like, Finding Alaska or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Looking
1: for Alaska and The Fault in Our Stars. That's John Green. Because he, like, has a lot of Manic Pixie Dream Girl kind of type tropes. I don't know. I read them in high school and I liked them, but obviously that was a long time ago, so I, I don't know. Yeah, which
0: is funny because like I've been seeing a lot of, like manic pixie dream girls are just autistic women. Yeah, that women are, men are like fetishizing. Yeah, <laughs> which makes entirely like sense mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, I can see that like you know spacey like has like special interests that they're really into, mm-hmm. like really just like you know speak their mind and like blunt and stuff. And I'm like, oh, is that me? Wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Am I That's a manic funny. pixie dream girl that you know every man wants to fetishize? I think in high school I wanted to be the manic pixie dream girl, like I wanted to be that like, like quirky and different like girl that guys like pined over, but like couldn't really have. You know, I'm still I'm still on the theory that you
0: are somewhat on the spectrum. It might be you're on the spectrum, or you have severe, severe, severe
1: trauma. <laughs> Definitely that for sure. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't know. Yeah but but also i've always been like a fucking weirdo you're a weirdo you I don't, don't fit, fit in, in and i don't
0: want to fit in. in
1: have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on you never wear hats that's weird <laughs> have you ever seen me with a hat on that's weird that's weird you're a weirdo i do have one hat that i got at don't no, no. gay pride it's my fuck boy hat <laughs> My fuck boy
0: hat oh yeah speaking of gay pride when we went to the bar last night just oh, yeah. talk about our drunken times i got so much yeah. fucking oh, pussy my God. that night oh,
1: gross um <laughs> that's that's where you draw the line apparently in our bro voice um <laughs> one of these days i think i'm just like repulsed by like sexual things at yeah. the moment. still like just kind of like off and on i have been for like that's months. true um I, you know, one of these days we'll have to, uh, dress like our male alter egos. Jared, yes. J. Jared. And- yes. That would be a good excuse for me to test out, like, how to make, give myself a beard. Because yeah. I want Brody to Brodyson. give myself a beard. Like a beard. shit, like a shitty,
0: like, five o'clock shadow. Like, yes. I feel like mine would wear cargo shorts and, like, one of those, like, shitty, like, footsie, like, foot shoes. Oh my god. Because he's a he's a rock climber. They're both rock climber bros who like met in yeah. like a fraternity. Yeah. And they're converting a van and I only like huskies. Oh <laughs> And easy. slightly like homoerotic. I love yes. that our alter egos are in love with each other. Yes.
1: They have to be gay. They have to be gay. Well, it's secretly gay. Yeah, but they're very... Have a lot of internalized homophobia. Yeah, and but And then so homo-erotic. then they, they externalize it. If
0: you really think you know? about it, it's a narrative on how toxic masculinity is uh, in our society. It's actually, like, very homoerotic. It's actually very p- pedophilic and homoerotic, just like how Rome was. <laughs> Plus, like... Every man
1: just wants a little boy. Exactly. Like, these toxic dudes, bro, like... They talk shit about women, and then it's like, bro, do you even like women at all? Exactly. Or do you just like guys? Do you just like are you guys? This gay, bro. It's I, totally okay for you to come out.
0: I love when like guys are like, yeah, you know how like it fucking sucks to go down on a girl, and I'm like, absolutely not. I can't relate. <laughs> I really can't. And
1: they're like, yeah, it's they just like gross. Seem to hate it. They I really think do. I have dated one guy who was like, yeah, love eating pussy, and the rest are like, meh. Yeah, literally my first boyfriend was like, "Eh." but he was also bisexual. Literally, like after dating several guys, after, I don't know, several years of dating men, I was like, I'm going to implement this policy where I will not give oral if I do not first receive it. Exactly. I love that. Men don't love that policy. Yeah. Because then it has to be like equal, one for one. I know. And they're like, oh, it makes it too transactional. Yeah. Bitch, it makes it fair because I know that if I don't have You're gonna ask me every fucking day to suck your dick and you're never gonna return the favor. And guess what? I don't wanna put your dick in my mouth because Yeah. It's either they are
0: like they are secretly a homosexual pedophile. Either that or they don't like the power
1: dynamic that eating out a woman
0: gives them. Oh. Like they're that's the ones that it, are honestly.
1: Yeah. They're like, no, w- m- women are here to serve me yeah. and give me pleasure. That's totally it. Because like the entire dynamic of like heterosexual sex, like the scripts that we have for that are about him, about yeah. his pleasure, about his climax. Like so many dudes still don't even know that women can orchestra. As- exactly. They don't know about the devil's doorknob.
0: Splitters. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <laughs> devil's doorknob um and it's just you know (laughs) speaking of the devil's doorknob um the in the the ice planet barbarians a little sidetrack um so (laughs) it's told from like both perspectives so the barbarians perspective and like the human girl that like it's mostly about yeah um he you know never seen a human woman's Human biological woman's uh, genital area. He's never seen it, yeah, and so he's very surprised to find a a, a clitoris, and he calls it the nipple in between the two into in between the thighs. Oh calls it a nipple, oh my God. and I'm like, that kind of makes sense. That's funny. If it only could like produce milk. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> um, you know what I think about sometimes? What? Do you remember that fucking, like, it was like a fan fiction or something that we listened to in the car on some podcast of the yeah, Yeti? the Yeti. And, and the makes did a U-turn turn <laughs> inside of someone. Have we, we've probably mentioned this on the podcast yeah, before. I was, think about it, it all the time. It was last
0: podcast on the left and they did like a creepypasta and I it was just a like, running joke where they would just do like creepy pastas and tell scary stories. All of them except for one, which would tell like, it would start as a scary story and yeah, it just turned into sexual. straight porn.
1: Yeah, and it he just did a U-turn inside
0: of <laughs> her. The Yeti did a U-turn inside of
1: her. Oh, my God. How would just? I'm, I'm picturing me. it's either, like, a spaghetti noodle that's, like, so <laughs> flexible and, like, skinny Or she's literally long. being, like, her or, entire, that like. That sounds incredibly painful. He's,
0: he's going to, like, push the, like, push the intestines around her, which some women love. Like, isn't it weird that, like, in
1: my brain, I associate good sex with pain Sounds like potentially from trauma. Exactly. Because my my first
0: relationship, it was very painful for me, even during sex. Because, anyways, and um, I was like, oh, okay. And then I started sleeping with other men after that. And I'm like, this is not painful. Then it's It's not good sex. And that's the same with like BDSM is like, we're so trained that like, like men go into BDSM because they just want to abuse women. It's not because, like, it's, like, giving them pleasure or it's to give the woman pleasure or give the partner pleasure.
1: They just want to beat someone, and that's not what BDSM is, like, at all. It's so interesting how, like, we're so conditioned to, like, endure... Like pain. abuse. For yeah. Men and, and it gets worse and men. worse like every single fucking year, too. Like
0: the new yeah. kink is getting meant like men spitting in your mouth or choking you. Yeah. And it's so fucking and if you're violent. You into that
1: like that's totally fine. Yeah. But like, are you actually into it? Are you just kind of like conditioned to be yeah. into it? Because like some man wants like,
0: to sexual violence against women is so fucking normalized that when yes when a woman says that she just likes you know like plain old vanilla like sex she's made fun of and criticized
1: like oh lame she's like yeah i don't like being in pain during sex yeah Yeah. you're not kinky enough and i'm like
0: what the fuck
1: yeah that's so interesting yeah
0: so that's why i like to inflict pain on (laughs) men yes plus like in this essay i will (laughs) explain why i love
1: being a dominatrix Go for it. Live your dreams. I want to. So I Plus, okay. Oh my god. Wait, where was I going? Okay, wait. I had a thing. Shit. Violence against women. Sexual violence against women. Oh my god. Okay. Plus, like, our brains psychologically, if we've like been through like sexual abuse, like, that's what is normal to you and like comfortable to you in a sense. Yeah. Also, psychologically you like seek that out again, which is why like you can get into cycles of abuse. Yeah. AKA me, what I've been doing for like ten years.
0: Exactly. Like it's the whole same of like uh the reason why women have like sexual assault fantasies or rape fantasies, it's because their brain is tricking them into thinking or like making it okay. Yes. So that when it actually oh God, happens yes. to them, like their brain's like, okay, this is okay. Yeah. So that it doesn't like traumatize them even further or they're like completely broken down. Which so crazy because it took me a literal year after i was like you know <laughs> anyways <laughs> e. to realize i'm like oh hey that's not okay and then like yeah. you know these rape fantasies yeah. just made it okay my brain yeah and it took me forever to like fully realize what literally, happened <laughs> like psychologically evolved to the point that like our brain has
1: like come up with a way to like trick to, us into yeah. thinking that this is like okay try to like protect us by yeah. making it not as bad as it could be if That makes exactly sense. Like, like it happens so often where someone will say no and then like when it's clear that the person's not going to listen instead of like trying to like fight them off where like if yeah someone's like way bigger than them that's not going to go so cool. well you have just kind yeah, <laughs> of give up yeah sorry um somehow this comes up it does. It's just. It's very it's much in my our life. Yeah, and my brain.
0: Yeah, it's a and very interesting
1: topics too. But we will have to I've put a trigger a warning lot. at the beginning of this, just because. Yeah, for sure. Just before. we got really off track. We going to talk about gay books and shit, and then we're just like, well, it, it kind of so plays within to it. Though, that's true, too. though, because a lot of like romance books and stuff that we were talking about have these, yeah, like weird issues and like and whatever iffy situations. Yeah. Or like, are you sure?
0: I do really like that, though. Like, the gay book that I was reading, The uh, Leathers and Laces by Emma Jean? I can't remember. No, that's um, that's the other gay book I was listening to. (laughs) Gay book. Gay book. Um, The, if I can find it. It's in my saved. It's on Scrib. Um, Leather and Laces by Lydia Westing um where like every single situation if they're like you know they like are about to kiss or whatever no matter if it was a girl or a guy because that's short stories Mm -hmm. um within like this skater group um who you know that's like a romance and everything like that so they like some of them are straight some of them are gay some of them are bisexual anyways and um it's always like is this okay can Yee. i kiss you like it's yeah. always asking for consent i really like that because i've yes. never in romance novels or even like cute little like love it's always just like and then he pulled her in for a kiss mm-hmm. like it was that they've never asked for permission and mm-hmm. i've never experienced that which is really nice
1: um, I like and i like it and i like how that's changing at least a little bit in romance listen if even the darkling in shadow and bone can be like are you sure then guess what? He so wasn't like that know. in the books, though, I've heard. So was yeah, he like that? I, I don't think so. They I kind of want to
0: reread it, though, because I read it so long ago they, that I don't I don't know remember. that they made a point uh, changing it in uh, Netflix in the Netflix yeah. show because uh, so many booktubers were making a comment about it,
1: even yeah. though he's
0: like thousands of years old and she's like 17. Yeah. And Ben Barnes is like 43. <laughs>
1: That's true. But listen, (laughs) listen, Ben Barnes is, he can still get it. Okay, He's he's one of those real life men who look like he was written by a woman. He, well, also I. Him and Hosier. I, okay. Ben Barnes was like one of my like high school like crushes or whatever. Like when he was in Prince Caspian, I was like, oh my God, he's so attractive. Yeah. Like long hair, accent, really dark eyes, really dark hair, kind of was my type or whatever and after being like hmm maybe i'm not into men have i ever been to men into men i'm not sure (laughs) and And then watching watch shadow and bone saw ben barnes again was like okay yeah he's still hot but also like i've realized well like i've seen him in a lot of like fantasy shit and I find him so much more attractive in these fantasy things than like just watching like the actual him as a person in like interviews and stuff where I'm like, sure, like he's conventionally attractive and like whatever, but like, yeah. Yeah. But then in these fantasy shows, I'm like, oh my God, he's so hot. <laughs> like, why is that? That's true. I yeah I feel like that way too like I
0: find these men so attractive and then I hear them talk (laughs) or like outside (laughs) of the like yeah outside of the situation that I like was introduced and I found them attractive in I'm like oh yeah Yeah. no yeah I don't think so it's the same with like it's the same with that uh, like that main singer main skin skin like that the the Italian oh, that everyone's yeah. sipping over that I kind of find attractive. Yeah. Also the basis is so cute. She's so beautiful. Nice. But he like he's like, you know, he dresses a lot of more femininely and like he like <laughs> this is another topic I really love to talk about about like how like Uh, how men what men think women find attractive versus what women actually find attractive because he really is what women find attractive he's not like super muscular or like muscular and he's not very much like he's just like sexy and he exudes sex Mm -hmm. appeal and that makes sense but like i swear if i ever see them in like an interview because he's in a band and obviously obvious you're gonna like someone who's in a band because you find that sexy but then you like you know, if you see them in an interview. That's why I refuse to watch interviews of them. Yeah. Like, at all. Because yeah, so I don't want them to sense. say something stupid. I'm like, oh, this ruins it. Yeah, But. That's fair. Um, Yeah, like, that whole thing of, like, <laughs> what men find attractive versus, like, it's all for the male gaze. Like, muscular men is for the male gaze. It's not for the female gaze. Like, that's why I love asking Me. men on dating apps. Like what do they think women find attractive? And it's always, uh, like muscled Muscles. up and like blah blah blah. I'm like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. some women. Yeah. Of course. I do like a, a like a muscular man, but not in the way that you think. Yeah. Not in the like Captain America Thor way. Yeah. I do like big arms, all that stuff like that, but like I like a wiry man though. Mm-hmm. But also I have a, a thing about wiry men that I think I can dominate over. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Like, if a man is, like, bigger and stronger, he's scarier. Yeah.
0: Like, that's the... That was another thing that I saw, too, of, like, the two men that women who have been uh, exhibited to, uh, like, sexual assault, like, the two different types of men, and either women over-sexualize themselves Mm. to the point where, like, they want to be dominated and it, like, puts them in that comfort zone like we were talking about, or they... um, or they want to find a man that they can, like, they can dominate mm-hmm. and they can control. And actually, in a book I just recently read about the, like, about the widow of Laporte, mm-hmm. which is, like, she was, like, a Victorian murderer, and, like, they found a bunch of bottle- bodies after, like, her house burnt down. Yes. Um. Like, in 1908. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't realize that she was a murderer. <laughs> It was like 17 bodies. Anyways, um, but like the story is like told in her perspective and her whole history and everything like that. She was like, you know, beaten by a man. And so her entire life, she's like for her husband, she like looked for men that she could dominate and control mm-hmm. but her actual love of her life then of course this is just a story this is not like her real like memoir or anything like that this is just like a person but it's trying based to,
1: on like a real person yeah okay. this
0: this author is just trying to give a voice to her and trying to figure out how she would think but yeah. like the person that she actually was in love with and had like the closest connection to and he was like her closest friend closest lover was this guy who was on the same exact level as her like mm-hmm. he was still like a like you know psychopathic murderer and But he was on the same level as her. But she would never have married him. Mm-hmm. And she never would. He would always ask her. And she's like, nope. Like, I nope, I don't want to marry you. Because she thinks that, like, marriage equals, like, submitting to a man. And she doesn't want to submit to him. And so she's yeah. seeking out a man that she can easily manipulate and control. And actually, yeah. she, she does. But, um, like, in her second marriage, which is very interesting, uh, she ends up murdering her second marriage spoiler murdering the man And he was a really strong man he was a bu- butcher and she found that very like sexually arousing that he was a butcher for obvious reasons because she was a psychopath mm-hmm. um but she got more satisfied uh like more satisfied by murdering him than she did murdering her husband who was like a weakling who like didn't really have like like, wasn't really strong mentally, like, he would just, like, give in to her and just let her do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. but, like, when she defeated a muscular, like, huge man that, like, you know, was a very dominating man and dominated the room and stuff, she got more, like, she, like, felt better after that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she's, like, she saw it more as a challenge, which I think is very interesting to yeah think about, because, like, like I, I, kind of feel that not to sympathize with those psychopath, but um, like I kind of felt that way too in a lot of my relationships, where it's like, oh, I would love to date you, I would love to like dominate you, but I would never like you know marry you or anything like that. Interesting. Which is yeah true. Yeah, I, I would never marry a man, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> we were just talking about this this morning too about how like. Like, a lot of my hobbies and pastimes fall into, like, the domesticated housewife trope. Mm -hmm. Like, I love cooking. I love cleaning. I love baking. I love sewing and mending things. Mm -hmm. Keeping the house clean and all that. But since it's something that is expected of us, I am absolutely... I absolutely reject. Yeah. Completely. Mm -hmm. And it's... um, Even though it's my favorite thing to do, I would rather do that. Yeah. But if... I married a woman, and I was a housewife. Yeah, that's a completely different story because that yeah. power dynamic there's it's not really there. It's more equal. Yes, in my mind.
1: That's something I hate about heterosexual relationships and my experiences, like the power dynamic that kind of automatically gets there. and that I find myself even like falling into like those gender roles and stuff and becoming like more submissive, basically making myself smaller for like the comfort of some fucking dude. And I'm fucking over it, so. Yeah, like making yourself dumber or, like, yeah. second-guessing
0: yourself Just to because make them more like, comfortable because yeah.
1: they get so upset if, like, you do anything that's, like do anything better than they can do it or like exactly. are s- smarter on a topic or something than they are they're like, like they um, can't i don't it. think
0: that, that that's right and i'm like i might I'm be literally talking specifically expert. about my
1: most recent ex
0: but <laughs> same also here. other ones yeah. same here like you know my entire fucking life i've been told by men starting with my fucking dad yeah that i didn't know what i was talking about yeah and i'm like i literally and you think you do yeah. i literally did the research i that's literally am like, talking lighting, from right? like yeah I'm literally talking from experience, and you're telling me I don't know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: I hate that. You're crazy. Like uh, dismissing experiences is the fucking worst. It's
0: so bad, and it's so annoying, and like <sighs> men don't even realize they're doing it. Well, they do. They do. They absolutely do, and they continue to do it. And then they
1: they are like, oh no, I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize I was doing that. I'm so sorry. I and then they like, continue to do it. Yeah, that's true. I've met a, a lot of men like that. I feel like. Like my most recent ex would like, yeah, not even really realize that he was doing it. And then when I'm like, hey, you did all these things and then came in like kind of apologized and was like, "Sorry, feel like clearly like, and was like, I'm sorry for the part that I played in it and like, (laughs) and like, um, basically kind of acknowledged the things that he like did and said, but didn't seemed to think that it was like a big deal at all. I like thought it was just kind of like like a normal conflict that he can just be like, oh my gosh, like, whoops, sorry. Um, but I was like, actually, like, this is a really big deal and I'm like really hurt by you. And like, like, my therapist says that this is like, verbal and emotional abuse throw that fucking therapist card in there i mean like, that's what she fucking said even when we were still they together, only trust ex- experts they will only, they will never trust you they'll only too. trust yep. like experts and that's even at that too. point they'll like
0: mm, yeah, i think that's you're true making that too. up
1: that's true too um but yeah even even when we were together she was like um that's verbal abuse and i was like well, it's just this one time like normally he's such a good boy. <laughs> he's better than any oh. relationship I've ever had and that's the bars hell, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I know that's how I felt about like the last kind of sort of relationship I was in I'm like oh I'm actually like sexually attracted to this guy yeah for the first time <laughs> in my life I'm like I get nervous when I talk to them like I literally can't speak and I like because you know they're like really attractive at least in my opinion and what I yeah. find attractive and you know super attractive and I'm like oh I'm like oh okay great Mm -hmm. and they find me attractive and I'm like oh Oh, my god I'm chosen right I'm the chosen one and then you know it it literally lets them you know gaslight me and then like leave me on red and then ignore me for you know literal weeks and then we plan on something and they bail out and then I give them a second chance yeah they do the same shit like I break it off and I'm like and then we talk again and then they talk me right back into being in a relationship with them. And then I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. And then they're like, oh, actually, I'm not
0: looking for one. Yep. It's so annoying. It's like, okay,
1: make up your mind.
0: Buddy. Yeah. And it Buddy-o. literally allowed it because they were attractive and I found them attractive. And that's I literally know. why that happened. <sighs> yeah. And I allowed it to happen because I knew better. I yeah. really did. It's so hard, though. Like, if you. But when you get attention from like. The yeah. hottest guy in high school, you know, that <laughs> shit. Then you're like, oh, great.
1: And they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And they know that. They know yes. that. The, and the, we're so conditioned. It's that pretty privilege for men. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But even I have let like hideous dudes walk the fuck all over me. So. Yeah. That's, I absolutely refuse to ever do that
0: again. Cause I'm like, if I don't find you sexually attractive, then you serve no purpose to me. Yes. If you, if I don't find you sexually attractive, if you don't have money, if you're not paying my rent, then you serve yeah. no purpose to me.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I literally don't want you in my life. I mm-hmm. literally don't want to be friends with a man.
1: Yeah, me neither, probably. Sounds Not, not awful. a straight one. Because,
0: yeah, exactly. Not a straight one, not a cisgendered one. Mm-hmm. Because literally, it's either they're friends with you because they're waiting to fuck you. Yeah. Or they don't see you as an actual human being, which is both. Like, they don't see you as an actual yeah. human being. And a lot of the time, the reason why, because that's why I never had uh, a lot of male friends is because a lot of men don't find me attractive, like, yeah. conventionally attractive. And so, like, like I'm a specific type for a lot of men. Like, I'm not, like, conventionally attractive. So when I had, like, a, when I see all my friends who had a lot of guy friends, it was literally them, the guy friends were just waiting for... Yeah, to
1: get to fuck them yep and that's it the only friends that i've had that were dudes were like in high school yeah and they were it was that where they like be like i like you but then also every girl in our friend group they'd be like i like you no way i like you yeah uh, <laughs> it was like play that, that sort that feel. of thing yeah and then the only other dudes that i've been friends with were like like my ex-boyfriend i became the, the one who like actually can acknowledge that misogyny is, like, a real thing in the world. Wow. Um, yeah. He's such a good boy. Right. right. He's, like, the only, like, actual, like, normal person. I don't know.
0: <laughs> he's a normal person. Yeah. Wow.
1: I like that. He's also
0: queer, which probably, like,
1: helps us relate better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I found very surprising and shocking to me. I was like, you literally cannot imagine or, like, step into other people's shoes. Oh, yeah. When I'm talking to, like, my dad, a cis man, like, yeah. cis white man he's yeah. straight, who's always... You know, of course, never had anything easy. He grew up really, really poor, grew up in an extremely like religious household. But like, he he's like, I, I can sympathize. I had to like walk to work and walk to school and like, you know, be on food stamps. I'm like, no, you literally can't because you've never been in a world where literally everything wasn't catering to you. Yeah. This whole system is catering to you. It's catering for your success. Yeah. And that's why. Like, of course, you worked hard. You picked yourself up by your bootstraps. um, But like your solution for people like wanting a better life and wanting higher wages is to quit and find a job that has higher wages, which is.
1: okay. then nobody go work at like fast food restaurants.
0: Exactly. Or service industry. Like, yeah, nobody at all. Nobody
1: at all. Restaurants. Sorry, they're all closing.
0: (laughs) I know. Well, like, that's the thing, too, is that like that's why like a lot of these restaurants and service jobs have like. Low, low. Uh, we're having like a, a job crisis right now. Mm-hmm. Is because people literally did. They were told yeah. so many years that they they should get up and find a better job if they hate. Plus, them. like over half a million people died in this. Exactly. The year, so. That's another thing that we don't factor in, and most of yeah. them were service, like ser- like yeah, into the service yeah. industry. So uh, a lot of them did though. They found jobs that they could work online, like majority yeah. of people, or they you know, or that they found out the nice. government pays more for them to live than mm-hmm. their actual then they're job than their job three, that, three fucking jobs them. yeah yeah that exploits them so maybe that's the problem why is our government paying us more than like literally three fucking jobs yeah i mean can. is that
1: even true like i know people say that but like how much is like unemployment like honestly I don't it don't really know. i mean does it just with depend the pandemic, on what job you had? yeah
0: and with the pandemic it definitely went up a lot yeah but like you know regular unemployment isn't that much to live yeah, off of yeah. either. It's just the same as like food stamps, living off of food stamps or anything else. Right. Because that doesn't cover everything. That doesn't cover, you know, you know, uh, like feminine products or like toothpaste yeah. or anything like that. It just covers specific types of food that sometimes people will just buy out completely because it's cheaper. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I just like, I it, it just, I find it very surprising that my, like, you know, men and including my father, men who are like my father cannot... Literally cannot imagine a world where it's not catered to them, where it's yeah. not designed They're for them. They're just
1: like, no, everyone else has the same experience. It's no empathy. What are all these people all? talking about? No. <laughs> yeah, we all have the same 48 hours. That shit. Everyone has the same amount of hours in the day as Beyonce. Beyonce.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, so guess just what? Gotta... she has a
1: whole team working for her. Exactly. So it's not the same. Like,
0: um, there was like this interview that I saw of the like Kardashians. And they were like, uh, do you think it's unfair to put up this like una- like unattainable expectation of like body image and stuff like that and advertising for that? And then, like, you know, saying that just taking just drinking this shake will make you skinny and look like a, like Kim Kardashian.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, you know, the interview, like the Kardashians said, they're like, oh, well, we put in the work. We put in the like we put in the time and energy to look like this and exercise. I'm like I'm glad you have the time right. to exercise. Yeah. You have the dietitians to tell you what mm-hmm. to eat. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to labor. You don't have to like sacrifice your body yeah, to put
1: food on the table. Yeah. You really don't. Mhm. And plus like they're not like I mean they're skinny but they're not like like the 90s model type, Yeah, it's not that, the heroin chic like kind of deal. Like I feel like they were like some of the first like Kim Kardashian was like one of the first people to come around who was like curvier and like thicker. Yeah. Who but like thicker in the idealized. Yeah.
0: Thicker in the way that like is like literally so unobtainable unless oh, you yeah. get plastic surgery. Yes, for sure. Or, you know, it's
1: appropriating. Yeah, it's just a different unattainable body standard. Yeah, it's standard. A, just a
0: different unattainable body standard. But the thing is, is that they just stole that look. They stole stole that type yeah. of body from black women. Yeah. And,
1: um, and like the lips and everything. And the lips and the extreme
0: tanning and the yeah. hair. Yeah, for sure. Like that shit. They just stole, like literally everything, everything about our culture is just stolen from black women a lot of the time. Yeah, classic. Specifically, like gay culture, gay oh, yeah. sayings. Oh, yeah. All that was stolen from black women. Yeah, for sure. Every single trend, too. Mm-hmm. I find it very funny that, like, a lot of our, like, what's now chic and stuff was like shopping at thrift stores now and yeah. living in vans now was considered trashy and poor. Yeah. Just like a few years ago. Yeah. Living in a van down by the river was like seen as like a bad thing, but now no, everyone like wants that to do it. Guy. And every, you know, every trust fund hippie kid. Yeah. is like yeah I'm gonna get a van I'm gonna like live that life I'm like you really have no idea what it's like to live poor like extremely poor yeah like to have nowhere else to go so you have to buy a van mm-hmm. and live like that
1: yeah it's very different when it's you choose to like have choose to be an expensive s van with like, like power and all this stuff versus like oh shit what am I gonna do I guess I'll buy this van and put like a bed in the back yeah or I'll live in a car yeah and, um, you know, of course, I've I've never
0: experienced that. I've never been in a situation where I had no other option but to, like, you know, live in my car or anything like that. But, like, yeah, I can at least sympathize and realize, like, yeah, that's fucked up. And, yeah. um, you know, <laughs> that doesn't deter me from wanting to live in the van because at, at this point, like, rent is going up. Yeah, and rent no is can, expensive. Yeah, and no one can afford to live in a- the actual buildings anymore. So we have to find alternative routes, yeah. and I don't begrudge live us in a van. to want to live in a van because we can't afford rent.
1: I like I want to live in a van, and but also I want to live in a house. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. If I if I could just double it, if I could afford it, I would have my like camper van that I would take on fun adventures, and then I would have my house that I go back to. Yeah, but exactly. I feel like I can't have both. Our gay household. I can never afford a house unless, yes, it always comes back to the gay commune. (laughs) Listen, anyone out there, are you a queer femme, I guess? I don't know. Are you a queer Queer person? person? I don't know. Or a lady and you want to come to our fucking gay commune? We want (laughs) to all all pitch in, buy some fucking land. Build our little cabins on it or some shit. Have like, like a
0: common area. Have yes. like a little
1: house and stuff like that.
0: We can have so many our own fruit oh and vegetables. God. It always have goes back house. to
1: the goddamn gay
0: commune. Like it's literally going back to like simpler times. It's <laughs> yes. coming full circle. Like we're going like like a few years ago, we wanted like excellence and like just like indulging in literally everything, and now we're just I like wanting just like you know, but like maybe in trendily, school, Yeah, yeah, but like now we're just wanting to have a simple life live on a simple farm yes cottagecore
1: lesbian shit listen we tried capitalism um i think most of us can agree like yeah fuck it uh this isn't working for most of us yeah um let's live in a communist commune which is the yeah, same word yeah. it's literally the same yeah. word
0: um i yeah like that's all i want like just live in like you know those like Hotels that have like individual cabins, and then we just refurbish it, and everyone has their individual cabin. And then, like, yes, the please. main the main house has a like kitchen in it and stuff, like a
1: living room and, and a
0: living room and stuff. Other space, for and then we have a stuff. greenhouse, and then we have a <gasps> bunch of animals. I want a greenhouse, have two I, want animals.
1: I want all of it. it. Sounds
0: amazing. And so, like, you have your own space, but also you like. Can you afford live in it, yeah. You li- can afford <laughs> have it. A community, if we just go, yeah, have a community. If we just all go in as an LLC and all contribute and pay like, yes, a certain amount of money for the mortgage, like, yes, we'd have it paid off so quickly, yes. And please. then we'd actually be paying towards something that we will actually own yeah. instead of renting and paying for other another person's mortgage plus another yeah. thousand dollars because most of the time yeah. these apartment complexes
1: I know have like
0: we're, ha- we're paying their mortgage, which is m-
1: making like some like dude at the so, top of the company yeah like a bunch
0: so of money. much so much money which yeah. is ridiculous i hate that i don't want to ever pay another person's mortgage ever again in my life it sucks and this is the first time i've
1: rented so i this is the first time i've rented in like five years well no i guess i did in montana too anyway um um yeah, we got really off track. Well, like, yeah, I don't know. We're just going on several rants. Yeah. it's this just is our rant
0: episode. Yeah, capitalism just doesn't work. And it's obvious we're in late-stage capitalism. It's going to fail, and the bomb's going to fall out. And who's going to suffer? Us, the working class. Yeah. You know, the proletariat, we're going to fucking suffer. And, you know, with, like, the climate crisis, who's going to suffer? <laughs> Not the
1: 1%. Yeah.
0: You know they're gonna go off to fucking
1: Mars. Still colonize Mars.
0: <laughs> all of you Elon Musk bros, if you're still still listening, get the fuck off of my platform. They they've now. stopped already. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, they heard us complain I'm like, about, get your head out of Elon Musk. <laughs> they heard us say that we don't ass. like. They heard us say that we don't like men, and they checked out immediately. Yeah, they're
0: like, uh, not all men. Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of the good ones. And I'm like, literally no. No, you're the same.
1: Literally no. I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, I'm here to say that literally all cis men yeah yep yeah all men who like even never know, been
1: proven wrong yet
0: yeah i haven't been proven wrong yeah prove me wrong you can't because
1: you're gonna do like this like the yeah. same shitty like i say prove me wrong but like I'm i don't not want g- i'm to. not giving out any more
0: chances yeah exactly <laughs> i'm so exhausted mind. i don't want to go through that like mental turmoil again right is this just our therapy session? It literally is. It's literally how we talk to each other every I single know. night. We'll sit yeah, at this table and we'll just like this play with our <laughs> play with our our slugs. <laughs> our stimulus cho- toys yeah, and just cute little slugs. our stim toys and just, you know, talk to the baby.
1: Yeah.
0: And love the baby. that's what it is. It's just late night talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We go on rants, we talk, I mean, we can't travel. I, I like no. how we're doing this now. I mean, yeah,
1: it's fine, it's chill. It's it's chill. It's chill. It's chill. Next episode, tune in for an ASMR special. <laughs> okay. I, had, I had something for that. <laughs> for what I would inevitably make an ASMR joke. <laughs> Ooh, You like that? That's good at ASMR. Good juicy ASMR.
0: Mmm, crinkles. Mmm, blast crap. Okay, bye.